hi everyone. In honor of Pride Month, today we'll be talking about a very important issue on being queer and its relation to mental health. And I think I just want to start by talking about how being closeted can really affect one's mental health, whether it be a multitude of factors such as friends and family. And I feel like sometimes when being closeted, you feel as though you don't have any resources or people to talk to. And um, speaking for in my community, I'd say I live in California, so we're a pretty liberal state, but where I live, it's a pretty small town, and then it's kind of filled with um, a bunch of, like, older generation, like, yeah, the older generation population, and um, a lot of pe the people here are, like, really conservative, because we're, like, like, a predominantly um, Asian or like minority community so a lot of people here aren't as open to um, um, homosexuality um, and I feel that kind of is apparent towards the kids and teens here as well. Um, I think that so I go to a church and that's it's a Catholic church and we um we have these talks and um like the priest pretty much just comes to talk to us like a major um a group of us teens and um while I don't necessarily agree with the um opinions he has he would really emphasize on how being um how being gay is like wrong in our religion and um uh how it's just like wrong and um how we like end up in like hell and stuff if we were to like con if we um we like believed in homo we participated in home like homosexual activities or like were homosexual ourselves and um just among me and my friends we all kind of like talked about how um that how we didn't really believe what he was talking about and how it like rubbed us in the wrong way. So we've kind of had those experiences. I mean, as someone who's been closeted, I still kind of am because a lot of my family is like homophobic and stuff. But I mean, it's, it is what it is. I'm more in like the San Francisco area, so it's a bit more liberal. But yeah, we're just, we're just chilling out to some people, not out to others. Um, I personally live in a very like majority liberal area, and it's there's a really large gay community here. Um, so we have a lot of pride events and stuff. So I think it would be easier for somebody to um to come out in a space like this, like where it's obvious that people are accepted, and I think that. When people who are in power, like uh, Rio, you were talking about, um, I don't know who it would be, the, the person in the church that was telling you that stuff. I think that would be seen as a person in power and having somebody like that, like um, spread a message that is not inclusive and very homophobic and really prevent a lot of people from coming out and give people just a terrible um just view on themselves if they are queer and 
luckily I do live in some place where I did feel comfortable coming out at a pretty young age, but um, I do have friends who like even it like while the community we live in is accepting, even home lives can really like prevent people from feeling comfortable to come out. Yeah, I think coming out has gotten better better as like the generations have gone on and um I think I remember watching this TED talk um at school and it was like by Morgana Bailey and she was pretty much talking about her experience as a closeted person living in like the southern states specifically and um she was basically talking about how she she felt as a closeted person and how hiding was like a progressive habit and once you start hiding it just gradually becomes harder and harder for you to like step forward and speak out about how you feel and I think she also mentioned how she didn't want to be defined by her sexuality and she just wanted to be known as Morgana and not as someone's gay coworker Morgana and so she like really emphasized that in her talk. I think now, like in the media a lot too, that the media tends to portray queer people in like two ways. And it's either they're already out or like a closeted homophobe. And I've seen this in like shows such as like Euphoria and Heartstopper, which are like shows teens today are like watching. And where like both have a character who is closeted and tends to like take it out on the other characters when questioned about their sexuality. And I think this trope is just like a really, is just really overdone and is like a poor portrayal of like closeted teens. And yeah, that's just how I view it. Um, At our school, I think about a month ago, we had a walkout and um, there was this one person who was part of the LGBTQ community and he was saying his speech and everything. And one of the guys who were popular, he was saying pretty mean things to him, like pretty messed up things. And it was just so bad that people think that they can say such hurtful stuff to someone and they can get like, you know, get away from it. And that's just not the case. Cause like, you know, people of the LGBTQ community, they, you know, they're people too. They're just, they're just like someone who's straight and everything like that. And they shouldn't have to feel bad about who they are. And that's just like sucks as somewhere where I live, people around me, like they experience that so much and I want to do something about it. I remember this one time there's one of my friends, uh, she's not out yet, but um, someone found out that she was you know, she was gay and they called her out on it in front of everybody. And I was like, what are you doing? That's not cool. You know, like everybody has their own journey and all that stuff. And it's not you're you're not in position to get into people's business and like just say stuff that's so hurtful to them. It's just not nice. And like, I hate how that's like still going on. I I imagine that like now, since it's like another time away from the olden times, things would like get better, but it's literally not and it sucks. Um, I've had a variety of different experiences, um, starting with eighth grade. Eighth grade was my 
coming out of um, being gay. Um, and it was a social shock to my school. Um, and I think it's still kind of a social shock to some kids, um, especially like due to like their household. And um, there's a lot of different impacts um, of why people um, perceive LGBTQ community um, to be a bad thing um, from religion to just their parents to anything. And um, I think the big reason that I've seen and um, how I've been attacked at school um, verbally, not physically, thank God. Um, no one wants to put their hands on this. Mm-mm. You put your hands on this, you're dead, you're dead, period. But um, verbally, it's always the influence of the friends and it's always a group of friends. It's never usually someone that's by themselves. Um, has never ever happened to me where it would be just one kid. It would be a group mm-hmm. of friends. And I always think it's that um, FOMO, fear of missing out, um, the peer pressure, trying to fit in and all that all fits into the, the ties of why myself, along with other LGBTQ students at school, get, you know, hate crimed or verbally attacked at school. Um, just on June 1st, June 1st, yes, first day of Pride Month, um, I was walking with my friend and then a kid in my chemistry class um, said hi to me. And um, his friend, who does not support the LGBTQ in any way, um, said, are you really talking to that? You know, I'm going to keep it clean here, but the, the F word there. And yeah. um, I took a step back. I was like, I'm sorry. I'm, I, I'm sorry. Um, is there something you want to say to my face? And, you know, he just stood there in shock because people are not, you know, used to like the LGBTQ community kind of just speaking up for mm-hmm. themselves. Um, well, my school, um, especially, but um, I have grown so much from the eighth grade um, that I can vocalize myself and stand up for myself because um, my school is a very, very queer school. I will tell you that um, there's it's not just me anymore. When I first came out, it was literally just me. And, you know, I knew a couple of closet people. Um, and now I go to high school and there's it's everywhere. It's everywhere. So um People just weren't expecting, well, that kid wasn't expecting for me to defend myself. And he he hasn't bothered me since. He goes, why wouldn't you? But, you know, I was at prom yesterday and, you know, a group of boys were trying to antagonize me. And I don't get bothered anymore. I don't get offended because I know my life. And it's sad that you feel like you have to do that at 18 years old, that you have to attack people that are not straight or not like you. Not everyone's going to be like you. And um, to have that mindset at an 18-year-old is unfortunate. And to have that mindset, even at the high school level and college level, is super, super unfortunate. Because, like, you are grown. You have to learn. And if you continue to act that immaturity way and you don't look at the world differently as it is today and you look at that world of um, homophobia and racism and all those different types of um, hate crimes nothing's going to change and it's just going to get worse. And if you want your world to look like that, like it's going to be perceived as like a black and gray, dull world. And it's so unfortunate. I feel bad for those people. I really do because it's sad because 
you need to fit in and you need to act like a, like a 13 year old in middle school at 18. I think it's time for those people to get alive. I literally agree. Like it su- there people at my school, they're also part of the queer community, but there's also people at my school who bully them so much just because of like who they are. And it sucks because you're part of the 21st century times are supposed to change and you're about to go to college. Like you're people are not just going to let it pass by. Like it's so wrong. And I also wish that people, they stand up for themselves and for their friends and others too. Like if you think something's wrong, then stand up for yourself and for others that way they can like stop too because I feel like people who are quiet about this as well it they they should like also express you know what you're doing is wrong like stop bullying them stop saying this and all this stuff and I've heard some pretty hurtful things and I'm like they don't deserve this like what are you doing it's just a preference it doesn't matter there's their person everyone's gonna be different and unique and everything like that and just don't bash them for it because it's just wrong and I hate I'm a I hate how I'm a part of a school like that too. I wish it was more full of peace and all that stuff. It's just sad that it's not. I feel like a lot of schools are like that too. And it sucks how people who are younger they have to experience this too because it's pretty traumatic when you hear stuff that you don't want to hear and all that stuff. It sucks. Yeah, completely agree. As someone who goes to, like, a majority queer school as well, the gays are everywhere, quite literally. Um, Yeah, I mean, thankfully my school's, like, a lot more accepting. Everyone's just chill, doing their thing. But, of course, there are always just going to be people that are Mm -hmm. bullying. There's, like, a little bit, but not as much as, like, other schools, thankfully. Um, My school actually has a reputation. (laughs) It's like, it's like the reputation of the gay school, quite literally, of the district. Um, I did not know this one going in, but, well, it is what it is. And, yeah, there are just people that need to get a life, because if they keep bullying people now in high school, in college, it's not going to be any better. You're going to be surrounded by yes. more diverse, <laughs> more different people. So... You may as well learn and get a life now instead of suffering through college and everything. Because mm-hmm. if people don't call you out now, they'll call you out later. We already have people that are just calling everyone out now, and it's hilarious. Yeah. It's just, doesn't it shut up, honestly, is what I've noticed. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, works for me. Exactly. Um, one thing I'll point out is that there are so many different um laws um in you know educational there's um an educational law don't know the exact name of it um but i was protected by that that no a student cannot you you know student cannot discriminate against another student based on sex religion sexual orientation so on and so forth and that's about every public school um charter schools and public schools are a little different obviously but in every public school, there is that law. And every time I would be, you know, 
discriminated, there would be some type of consequence for that student because it's breaking a law that you are discriminating and attacking another student because of their whatever, in this case, my sexual orientation, how I perceive myself as gay. And, um, you know, there should be more of a consequence in some schools. My, my school takes it, you know, a little, a little too, too low in the bow. Um, now that my yeah. um, leadership has gotten, you know, a little more aggressive, um, the, they, they don't take any of that now. It's literally, you just get suspended. It's, they don't even talk with you. It's pure suspension. And a suspension in high school is like, you know, like it kind of sucks for you in a sense, because like if you're one of those kids that do it out of peer pressure and stuff and, you know, you're you're a smart kid and you're a good kid. And, you know, because there there are some of those kids that are smart and they're good kids and in the classroom and you work with them in the classroom, like in a group and, you know, they're kind and whatever. And they talk to you as an acquaintance or whatever. But, you know, when they're outside of that classroom, they're with their friends, they act like a-holes and you say something and then you get suspended and it's so sucky for you because you apply to college and they're like suspension and it's like oh my god you know because again that is on your record in high school yes it is um so it's 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 unfortunate but I think there the the consequence should be more of a dramatic thing and um it's definitely in the middle school middle school holy crap oh my freaking lord jesus christ there's no protection in middle school like i will tell you (laughs) i will tell you from experience there's no protection in middle school from the middle school that i went to the principal there absolutely it does not will not support you and will literally have you defend on your own and you are a lone wolf through the whole process um other schools may have you know specific things for lgbtq but my the middle school that i went to it has no protection, none. But I think that's most middle schools because middle school is like the time where like teenagers are finding themselves and like people are being a-holes, people are being like, typing the girls, oh my God. And like so on and so forth. Like be be the wolf you're meant to be. Woof. Be it. That's my advice. Bark at people if you need to. Don't punch them, but bark at them. <laughs> so true, so true. Yeah, middle school protection, it don't exist. Even in like liberal states like California, New York, and others, there is no protection for you whatsoever in middle school. The amount of people that told me, oh, it's just a phase, or oh, I don't think you're really this, or like a lot of da da da, because I came out as bi. And you all know all the biphobia, bi erasure, all that stuff that goes on. Yeah, it it was a rough time, but I mean, we survived. We thriving now in high school. We chill. For my school, we're like a pretty small school. And I'd say that our queer community is like pretty mellow and like um, not everyone um, knows who's out or not. And so I think that Um, A lot of the people at our school are really supportive of um, people who come out and um, but there's obviously still that majority of people who are still immature and like refuse to educate themselves about um, about gay people and like um, 
different sexualities. And so there's always going to be those people who just like um, refuse to learn or like about anything and still um, continue to make jokes and pick on other people. And I think it's just really sad at your grown age, you're still refusing to like um, acknowledge and like progress and like change and you still want to like conform to the beliefs of your friends just because you're afraid of having your own opinions on like what's right or not yeah I 100% agree with that um I would say as you know being a gay student who is friends with a lot of other you know queer and LGBTQ folks um it's definitely a challenge and the challenge only begins now. And um, it's that challenge that you have to fight and you can't give up and, you know, let homophobic and transphobic and so on and so forth people win um, because in the end they are losers and um, what they're trying to get out of people who are queer um, is just, this the, like just this violence in them and um I do not like to show violence um as a gay person I'm proud to be gay and those people who attack me for being gay um I just belittle like they're the scum on my shoe I was just saying that at prom I was literally told this kid at my at, at prom yes it wasn't even my prom but I, I literally hey, turned that loud to my friend and I was like you know, really, who the hell, literally, like, like, who the hell cares? First of all, you're the scum of my shoe. And he just looked at me upside down, like, I'm crazy. Yes, you're the scum of my shoe, period, point blank, end of story. Um, and, like, I guess, use your words. I don't ever condone violence. Like, you know, we, at my G- GSA, we just changed the name to Saga, um, Sexuality and Gender Alliance. Um, to make it more inclusive, but um, to show violence in the LGBTQ community doesn't solve any problems. Um, I 100%, you know, say that with everything in me. Um, We had a whole meeting about, you know, violence between um, the homosexual community and heterosexual community and how it just doesn't solve anything. And, um, you know, I, we wouldn't be about the Stoma riots and A push. That was like one of the big things. I was such a big kind of like I was so into that topic. But um, you know, use your words and you know, if things get to another level, um, I, I just say walk away. I know it sometimes it just hurts to walk away, but to walk away for your own safety, for your own energy, your own positivity, just you know, walk away and breathe because at the end of the day it's your life and it's not theirs and like if it impacts their life that much that means there's something with them maybe they're the ones that are gay you know and um you know from just having grown so much from the eighth grade from coming out to you know entering my senior year my first year of college and having an article written about me because of my, because of how strong I am and how advocate I am about just theater and being gay and being who you are and, you know, being the choral and social icon, as they call me, um, you know, just to be yourself and, you know, live your life because you only have one life and um, live it well 
and um, just have fun. Because, um, you know, if you want to get hickeys and you want to do one night stands, go for it. If you want to be going to Harvard and want to go to Princeton, go for it. If you want to be gay and be lesbian, go for it. And that is what I will say. <laughs> so true. Like, be who you want to be. Do whatever you want to do. Just do it carefully for reference. If it's like one night stands and things, just be careful is all I'll say. Um, but yeah, be who you are. Chill. If people hate you for it, so be it. As Jane said, they're literally the scum on your shoe. Like, you you don't need to care about them because eventually they'll get out of your life somewhere or the other. So, yeah. We actually have, like, um, a quick story because my middle school is actually kind of contrasted to yours because it was a very, like, openly queer place. And um, I remember, like, one of my friends coming to me and saying that, like, people were pretending to be queer and be, like, a part of being a part of the LGBTQ community just so they could be accepted. And that's so interesting to me because it's, like, a flip and that, like, straight people were pretending to be a part of the community. So I remember like people were wearing rainbow wristbands and like it got to a point where like people were just like saying, oh yeah, I'm gay, I'm bisexual, just so they could get the rainbow wristbands. And I just thought that was really interesting. Like straight people trying to get into the LGBTQ community. It's just, so I wanted to know like if anybody's had, had like experiences because that made me think of like celebrities, like celebrities being accused of like, pretending to be by curious and like searching oh, just so it, it will give them their 10 minutes of fame because you know so I wanted to know if anybody is like yeah um I think that there's like I don't know I think it's kind of a difficult thing to go into because obviously we don't want anybody to have to be forced to come out but then also there is like queer baiting and stuff like that and people teasing and using the LGBTQ community for monetary gain, which is obviously an issue. Um, but there's like, there is definitely like some gray area there because people should be allowed to come out when they want. And they, and obviously queer baiting is terrible. It just, it, yeah. Um, but people should be allowed to come out when they want. So there needs to be, I don't, I don't really have like a solution because I don't really know if there is a solution to that because there is obviously nobody wants to force people to come out early, but um, queer baiting and using gay people for, for money is not, not okay. Yeah, I completely agree. The queer baiting is very dangerous and, Another thing is a lot of celebrities, especially like younger people, I've noticed um, that play like queer roles are tend to be accused of queer baiting, even if they don't say anything about whether they're queer or not. And yeah, it's it's dangerous out there sometimes. So I mean, yeah, I don't I don't really know. Using queer people for money babes we're the expensive ones like we want you <laughs> we want people to pay for us <laughs> we're not gonna be paying for you i can tell you straight up well that's my personal thing and like my, my like most of my well no all of my friends we are expensive we want people to pay for us so it, it's 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 a, it's a touchy subject it is 
This reminds me of how, like, whenever it's Pride Month, companies start changing their icons and, like, all of a sudden are like, it's Pride Month, everyone. And so, like, we as a company support, like, gay people and everything. But when it's not Pride Month, it's, like, radio silent, dead. Literally. Oh, I was going to say that um, Chick-fil-A literally posted, like, some rainbow something rather than changed their profile picture as if they don't donate so much money to conversion therapy it is so frustrating oh my goodness i thankfully did not sorry didn't they say like we may not agree on certain things but something wasn't it like that and it was just really weird it was so unnecessary like everybody knows that they're homophobic like i don't know why they would try and go back on that and even yeah it was so weird Ooh, also one another time. like oh no, no, go go ahead. Ahead. no no go ahead oh okay um one thing i remember seeing was a meme that was like companies in june rainbows company in july later homo quite literally because like it's an anthropology connected meme it's not homophobic yeah i was just gonna say that um what was i gonna say Oh, have you guys noticed um, watching like certain TV shows or movies and um, how like producers or just whoever makes these movies, they tend to like double up on identities. So like if someone is like gay, then they're also black and then they're also the same. Like they put all these like different identities onto one character so they can check off um, boxes for their show and painted to uh, be like yes. inclusive and like diversity exactly yeah I've noticed that it's I don't know how to feel about it I'm gonna be honest because it's good that they're getting their diversity in but also you shouldn't be putting like 10 identities on one person because then they're just like oh we have all of these identities and then it's just one person so it's like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, it just feels like a cheap shot. Like, oh, that, that was the best you could do. Okay. Yeah. And forced diversity doesn't, it doesn't feel the same as actual like diversity because like there's a lot more than just one gay person in a group of 20 people. Like it needs to be shown. You shouldn't just force it on like one character and that's it. Yeah, I think like shows like Heartstopper have gotten better with diversity as you there are like multiple characters who are gay and like um, some are closeted, but they show the differences between those closeted people. And there's also um, a trans character as well. And I think it's gotten better lately, but there could still be more representation. And um, in our um, final minutes, I think I'm going to like wrap it up now. And um I just want to say that um, at the end of the, at the end of this day, being who you are and your just being yourself is what's m- most important. And um, standing up to others who are who are just like um, close-minded and just believing what you believe in and like being proud of who you are and um, whatever sexual orientation and um, not being like afraid to like be who you are, essentially.